while we're walking, do you mind if, telling me a little bit about the museum? And would you introduce yourself as well? Yeah, my name is uh, Lieutenant Colonel Arthur Armstrong. I'm the officer commanding the Fort Field Artillery Regiment and uh, Colin Barracks Mullingar. Gunner Noel Pint and I'm the assistant to Creator Sergeant Eric Craig. We've been working at this museum now for the past six months. We reopened a military museum here in the barracks in September of last year. That's the motto of the regiment here. Pray air is anacon. To slaughter and mayhem. <laughs> I saw the name pointing up on a, on a board out there. Is that your family as That's well? My grandfather was regimental sergeant major here in the barracks. Served for 44 years, served in the Congo, Cyprus and Lebanon. And is retired 15 years. So soldiering is in the family? It runs in the family. I'm the fourth generation of military service. So you didn't have to get an interview, do an interview to get into the army. It was handed down through the family, was it? Well, they I, had, got to, you I had to do my interview. And <laughs> you were more de- pulled de- than... <laughs> deemed necessary. I think you could describe it as he was born into the army. <laughs> oh, this okay, is so welcome to the museum. And this is the main room. As you can see, it's a mixture of uniforms and all other forms of military dress, equipment. What's behind here? What are these things? Shoulder anti-tank weapons. Um, this beautiful dress uniform going back to the 1930s belonged to Colonel Joseph Dunn, who was one of the six members of the military mission that went to the United States just after independence to actually learn how to set up the new Irish Defence Forces at the time. And it was set up along the lines of the American model originally. So we didn't import the British model wholesale? Uh, For some strange reason, we felt obliged to do an American model at that stage. (laughs) So he has shoulder braid, and then it's a cape with a red lining Uh, on it? Yeah. In this barracks, my great-grandfather signed up here in 1915. He was only a young man of 16 years of age and went to, was posted to France and was wounded. And I'll show you, up here is his uh, certificate stating... That he served with honour and was wounded in the First World War. 10710 Guardsman Matt Poynton, Irish Guard, served with honour and was disabled in the Great War, honourably discharged the 24th of January 1919 and signed by himself, George. Is that a safe there? Believe it or not, what it might look like a safe is actually an old field cooker going back to the 1940s, used for cooking food while out on exercise, etc., etc., and if you look carefully on the front of it here, it's actually called the Little Corporal. Our weapons display and indeed our swords display. Schoolboys must love this room, do they? Schoolboys would love this, yeah, they really do. They spend some time here. So the larger weapons are up here on the wall, as in the rifles and submachine guns, etc. Swords along this one. And in this display case over here, we have our extensive range of pistols. A little lady's .32 pistol for, for putting into her purse. Oh, you want to be careful when you're going out with her. <laughs> you tell her she looks lovely. <laughs> Obviously some German Lugers and Mausers and this one here is a, a Mauser with actually a buttstock in it which is uh, quite a collector's little piece. A submachine gun. God, that looks that like submachine gun actually came home from the Congo. That would have been used against Irish troops at one stage within the Congo. Right, and a homemade 2 2 rifle. Homemade 2 2 rifle and wooden training rifles for the IRA way back. We've got medals in relation to the 1916 rise in the War of Independence. See, when people see a safe and secure place like this, they tend to open up a bit. 
and uh, tend to donate stuff because they know it's safe and they know they can be trusted. And, and you know, there's no point letting it collect dust at home. Do you know, like there's a piece of shrapnel and a medal in there from there's a gunner here in the barracks, Gunner Hegarty, and his great grandfather served in the First World War. And there's a piece of shrapnel that was pulled out of him and his medal. And then there's a ranger here, uh, Gunner Wayne Curran was a ranger, the, the Irish Rangers, and served in Fermanagh in 1988 in the Troubles, and his medal is donated here. So stuff like that, you know. This yeah. is the, the major two rooms. Um, here in one of the cells we have examples of uniforms, but perhaps more importantly, the old-style soldier's bed laid out with all of his kit in pristine military condition, all laid out for inspection. Do you ever show older people around, or retired people around here? I've done a tour here not so long ago, only three weeks ago, of a DSM, Sergeant Billy Allen, who was awarded DSM in the Congo, and he was just, his breath was taken away with the stuff we have, and, you know, the tour, it's just unbelievable, you know, for someone like him to come in and see it. Now, he retired in the 70s, you know, so that'll... He joined the 4th Regiment and the formation of the 4th Regiment here in 1939-1940. This is interesting. This here is a conduct sheet belonging to a Corporal Thomas Black of the Manchester Regiment. And this is dated January of 1908. Manchester Regiment would have been posted here at that stage. And he was brought up on, on charges and orders relating to breaking out of barracks, drunk in barracks, and willfully absenting himself, etc., 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 his award at the end of the trial was 21 days detention, so he would have spent 21 days here in, in the cells, a severe reprimand, and reverted to the rank of private. So he paid dearly for his uh, misdemeanours. I hope he had a good night out. That's terrible. <laughs> Why do you think it's important to have a museum? Do you think it matters at all? Or? It does. Without places like this, this stuff would fall apart. You know, and it it's, is your history. And people you know, tend to turn away from the, the British Army side of thing. But that was our history, you know. Before 1916, like, you know, the pe- people knew no different, you know. It, 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 was, it was a wage pack and that was it, you know. Lieutenant Colonel Arthur Armstrong and Gunner Noel Poynton at Mullingar Military Museum at Column Barracks in Mullingar. Turf box, going back to 1848. That's a turf box. That's what I wear. These would have been all over the barracks at that time because obviously there was no separate heating. So that was the only form of heating that was available. It's the old prison block which is condemned at the minute, which is a crying shame because there is writing from uh, Republican prisoners stating, you know, that such and such was shot and uh, your man's name then, uh, I'll be shot today or whatever, you know, and the dates and times and Irish writing and quotes from famous Irish poets and just, it's, it's, it's a crying shame that it is condemned. You've been listening to The Curious Ear. I'm Ronan Kelly.